And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Fights on the beach, the busies round us up. Do it all again next week. An embryonic love, the first time that it's sky. Embarrass yourself for someone crying like a child. And the boy you kicked on his head, still falling out. He's That's the thing in lingers. <laughs> Shot out of a cannon. Why? Well, I, I didn't know who this guy was. Spotify recommended it, and uh, immediately I just went, God, I wish I had been born Sam Fender. <laughs> the guy, he's a good-looking guy. He's got a great accent. He knows how to write a song. He knows how to perform. Listen to this stuff. Now I'm losing it. He's got horns. He's got brass behind him. It's everything that I wanted. Sam Fender has. Well, next life, next life, you'll get there. Hi, Sam, fading you out. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Spike Scar Radio. We're sitting in the back of my uh, Brentwood house um, with Johnny Liebman. We've lit up some cigars. Mm. What do you have? What are you smoking right now? As always, I have a tatouage, but it's a <laughs> J21. A J21. J21. And um, it's the berriest tasting cigar. You get like raspberry and strawberry jam. And I've right. Just, I've loved this cigar for years. This one, look at this wrapper. I know you can't see it on the podcast, but look how cool that wrapper is. It's a beautiful wrapper. So it's do you? Just in, gorgeous. I get it's that actually has two wrappers. Two, no, it's two it's just, ring wrappers. That's one. Oh, oh the, the rings. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I meant actually like the, the tobacco leaf. Look at the tobacco leaf. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Okay. It has two. It has two bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let yeah. me look at the tobacco. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The bands. Just look how beautiful the leaf is. Some cigars and like this one. Yeah. Because I'm smoking a Davidoff uh, Short Perfecto Anniversario. And they always by the way, put O's. David Offs. This I, one I just picked up. I went to uh, my favorite little cigar store here in Brentwood because you've got me hooked on Tatuajes. Yes. And I was out. Um, and I went in there. They have a nice humidor. I'm going to look up the name of this place because it's a nice little joint. Um, <laughs> Lone Wolf Cigar. Lone Wolf cigar. cigar shops are always so funny. Like you go in and it, 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 it feels slightly illegal every time you go in. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 and they yeah. go, hey, you want to smoke back here in the humidor? And you go back and you look and there's all of these red velvet couches with no air and yeah. several fat guys sitting yeah. there just it's going, ah, ah, <laughs> like, a, like a cigar ICU. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you could, you know, it's a club, but you could join if you're like, oh, yeah, well, no, thank you. But yeah. thank you. 
They're very well, nice down at uh, the other Lone thing Wolf is, cigar. I, I, I not, obviously not these guys, but most cigar shops, you know, they do sell illegally Cubans. Well, so yes. it is a little illegal. So you are very nice to them. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that Lone Wolf Cigar, I doubt they wink do. and a nod, but, in this neighborhood does that because they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. But, but I know other places that do. But they might. And, so it is a little illicit. <laughs> I'm saying they might. <laughs> oh, there's somebody. There might be that's a where everybody guy. pretends that it's illegal, but you can get Cuban cigars mailed to your house. Right, anyway, right, um, right, right. Then I go into the humidor. They have a lovely humidor there. Yeah. And I said, uh, Tatua Haze, where are the Tatua Haze? Yeah. I picked five of my favorite Tatuajes. I bought uh, a Toro Fuentes, uh, my favorite. And then uh, I bought two of these and I put them down at the register and the cigar man goes, wow, those that's a very eclectic choice of cigars. And I said, well, thank you, I think. Yeah. I go, tell me why you say that. Because to me, these cigars are all kind of the same. They they look the same. They have the same level of attack. Right, right. Again, I'm not a cigar aficionado. But then he went through all of them. It was funny what he said about Tatua Hey. No, what do you say? What do you say? Spicy. It's a very spicy yes, cigar. Yeah, and I so went, you're right. Nicaraguan tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, the Davidoff that you chose is very mild and a Terra Fuentes or, you know, have a little bit of a cherry kind of mild flavor to them. And I went, you're right. These are very, very different cigars. And they as are. I, uh, so, so I deepen my learning about the cigar experience. So Fuente and Davidoff are both Dominican tobacco. Yes. Milder than Nicaragua. I have a lot of Cuban cigars, but during the week or when, you know, like this, we're going to be chatting for the next hour or so. I just want something small. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> right. And what a Sunday. <laughs> and it's about, lovely. Can we talk about like LA is showing, revealing itself as to why you live here? Well, the obvi- the two things are happening. Yeah. We're setting records for COVID. Yes. <laughs> and not to, we, not that anybody wants to even hear about that. And we won't no, stay on no. it much. It's, you know, it's what's happening to you folks. Every, er, yeah. every plan is getting canceled. Everybody's calling up and has had it. I, I don't have it yet. Thankfully, no one in my family does, Neither. but everybody I know has it. Yeah. You say, except our for family, you guys, except for my little safe. close circle. Our, our family, we've, we've, we had a scare. Kid had a horrible fever, just a fever, just had a fever. Had, Zuckerman told me you had it. Yeah, I know. Zuckerman's out of his mind. So I, I called, he called me, I called him, I can't remember, on the phone <laughs> and I go like this. And I sniffle. He goes, what? What's that? No, he said you coughed. Or whatever it was. And I go, oh, I have a cold. Because my kid was, I was stuck home sick with my kid. And he believes you have it. Yeah, well, he's out of his mind. So anyways. He, I was th- we were talking about three things that day. And he goes, but here's the really good news for both you and I. <laughs> <laughs> and I was excited because we were talking about cars and things we might buy together. And I go, what? He goes, Johnny has COVID. <laughs> he's got it. I go, how do you know that? He goes, he coughed on the phone. Oh, yeah. I go, you're a smart man, Zuckerman. You know, it requires more than a cough. Well, so, so wait, wait, I'm wait. telling you. So I go, he's I go, not going to make it. I go, <laughs> I go Z, I, go, I have a cold. <laughs> and he starts going like this. Oh, shit. Leave him in. Oh, shit. You have COVID. Oh, shit. And I'm like, I literally just got a PCR test. Me and my kid and my wife, we don't have it. We, like, negative. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. I, leave him in. No. <laughs> Well, I just came from, uh, uh, we're calling it COVID Cars and Coffee again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cars and Drove out there in the new uh, Defender because I had to take some phone calls. But um, I want to show off my rack. Yeah, baby. Let's see that rack. And speaking of that rack, you know, Johnny. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people uh, 
were like, I knew Johnny was wrong. There was a lot of DM. Mm. This whistling does not exist with the new rack. So let me let me just tell you what I've done with it. Is it, it a right? different rack than the originals had? This, I suspect, uh, my friend. Okay. Yep. There's a little piece in the front, a bar that looks like half of a yardstick that's mm. drilled into the front that I don't recall seeing in the early racks, but maybe it was there. Okay. But I drove this thing around town for the last few days and then had a moment yesterday to take it out in the 405 and blasted it up to 82. Yeah, yeah. And there was no whistling. There was... It's like a low, like, airplane landing on top of your car noise. There's none of that. Oh, okay. There's none of that. I will tell you, there's, you know, there's the... I've driven trucks with racks before and there's, there's some noise there. But it's it's very pronounced when you have that, you know, there's a little cardboard fi- f- uh, fabric panel that you can open and close to have sun or not have sun. When yeah. you lower that, you hear a little more, but it's not distracting. It wasn't something where I felt like I was in the middle of a turbine or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, and look, when I say it's there, I, I, when we, we, we awarded it, you know, SUV of the year, and when we did the testing with it, there was however many judges drove it. Right. And we all said, yeah, between 55 and 75 miles an hour, there's this like wind noise and you know i've driven it since other people i know have heard the same thing I t- it makes I, sense they'd get engineered it out yeah i don't it's not there to me Good. that was That's i great. mean there was wind noise on the defender to begin with just because of its uprighty design right so i would i would hear wind noise in that and you know like when i think of wind noise it's it's funny. It's like HDTV. Whenever we get any of these 4K or 8K, <laughs> right. the first week you're like, holy shit, I yeah, can yeah. see the sides of the set yeah, and yeah. the paintbrush strokes. Right. And then suddenly- and everyone you, is so ugly. <laughs> and everybody's so ugly. And then you can't. Right, right. And then you can't. It goes away. The Tesla, it, it, the first time you get in any electric car, I hear wind. Yeah, this yeah. This is so distracting. And then you don't ever hear it again. Uh I can tell you, I don't hear anything in that rack. I Good. was ready for a nightmare. I was ready. Good. I would imagine when you're putting things on it or you have straps, then you have the potential for L- weird aerodynamics. Let me whistles, talk to my people because that's one that they're not going to announce. They're not going to say like, "Hey, you hundred thousand schmucks who bought the earlier rack, we've made it better." You know, they're not going to. They're not going. It's just like a rolling change. Well, if it's the fix that I think it is, it yeah. would be a really easy thing to yeah. do. Yeah. You order this part, which is like I said, it looks like a ruler. It's black. It's drilled in in two places. You screw it in and. Everything stops, right? It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was expecting the worst. So, and it, again, it's not. It, it's it's interesting because it, it's a. It's I always describe it as like you know what like a like a small airplane is a thousand feet overhead and it's yep. just like a rumble. Yeah, it's like that kind of a wind noise, not a whistle. Yeah, I don't have it. Oh, good. That's great. The last time I heard that, it was in uh, Bootsy Porsche's <laughs> VW work truck, <laughs> where the wheels and tires are really small and the uh, the, the the bay is like an acoustic the guitar and when it gets up over 45 it goes oh like that um anyway cars and coffee was amazing yeah lots and lots of folks out jay leno was out nice um my friend tony was out with his brand new lucid which boy did that thing smell good inside and had some high numbers on the charge and was that the gold one i saw a picture yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it was out there he's so thrilled what do you with think? it what do you think i i want to drive it but i uh 
You know what it had that I loved was when I just sat in it, it had a wonderful off-gas smell that reminded me of some hotels I'd stayed in. <laughs> and I went, oh, I'd like to sit in this some more. I mean, yes. I, that's that's my only hey, experience I with mean, the brand. What, what more do you want it. with a, uh, yeah. But I, uh, I'm intrigued by the high uh, mileage per charge. And, that's, that's the best And the thing. comfort I felt when I sat in it, I felt... A different level of comfort right right it really has a great interior but that that to me is like the real game changer about lucid it's not the power it's that i drove one a couple weeks ago the 1111 horsepower one yeah and the most impressive part was we started at the bottom of angeles crest it said 380 miles of range left right uh you know it was like three quarters charged went up drove like a maniac you know 1100 horsepower car and when we got back down i looked it was like you know 250 miles left which is like enough to go to santa barbara and back you know what yeah, i mean like wow it's just like it's game changing in terms of range like this porsche i'm driving the the Taycan. But he told me hold on he told yeah. me they were only going to make 500 of them of the, the launch edition launch of the edition, launch edition yeah, yeah yeah so there's there's the the one that most people will get initially is going to be called the grand touring so it's right. only 800 horsepower and it only goes 517 miles or whatever. So it's, it's plenty. Um, it doesn't have the gold paint, I don't think. But, but it, it was the, the point is like, you know, I've been driving this Porsche Taycan GTS Sport Turismo. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, but I, last night, I, I don't have a charger at my house. I got to get one. But I went to charge it last night in the place by my house. All three bays were full. So before I came to your house today to do this, I had to go charge it. You know what I mean? So it's uh, just, and it's just you like, could have charged up right at my house, right here. Yeah, I just wanted money. to. You know what I mean? Like it's just one of those things where if I had a Lucid, you know, it'd be like a big fat battery. You know, uh, collecting cars. Oh yeah, our number one sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> they bought out 2022. Don't even try to get in. That's great. On Spike's Car Radio, we love you guys. Uh, they're now the leading global automotive marketplace for high-value, prestige, sporting, and iconic vehicles. I get thanked all the time um, by folks who are being turned on to them and on their email now because they have a high level of cool cars that uh, our listeners love. Uh, the average value of cars sold in the U.S. to date is 143000 uh, North American sales in 2021 included the McLaren P1, which at the time set a new online record 1.6 mil. Unbelievable. For sellers looking to find a new home for their rare or sought-after vehicle in 2022, especially those vehicles valued in excess of 100 grand, the online marketplace promises to have your car in better company. Um, also, if you're at home, which I know you are now because nobody gets to go anywhere, <laughs> you can easily kill two hours on this site dreaming of what car to get next, like this 2006 Spiker. I should get one of those. <laughs> two on the nose, two matchy-matchy. Spike first and Spiker C8 Spider uh, ten thousand from new exotic and beautiful car. Um, what else do they have? This 2019 McLaren Senna that sold for a million dollars. That's a uh, that's a handful. That car mm -hmm. three hundred seventy six at five hundred, but uh, beautiful to look at and does get you. A I'm going to disagree with that beautiful part, but an incredible car. Lots of fun, but the kids love it. I know. Um, they Speaking got of the kids. So my buddy Schaefer, one of my, one of my very best friends on the planet, is selling his uh, Aston Martin Vantage on collecting cars right now, and uh, he found out about them because of our ads. So, what is and what's that. his car? Which car is it? The two thousand and I want to say, oh gosh, seven 
Aston Martin Vantage. It's the 4.7 liter. I can't remember the year. Maybe it's a 2013. Right. Uh, it's uh, low mileage. It's like 60,000 miles. Like, I don't know if that's low. Medium mileage. But it's in like immaculate tip-top shape. It's in DC. Silver, manual, uh, the big, the bigger, not the 4.3, the 4.7 liter V8. And he's cared for it like crazy. And it's just a gorgeous car. And, he, and he's a you know, automotive photographer, probably the best in the nation. And, um, so he took all the, the press photo or the photos for the auction. So the photos are incredible. Yeah. So they've really, got great really stuff cool. here. I'm on their site right now. Oh, nice. I see three. It, I'm like, I'm three rows down. I've seen four things I want to buy. Yeah. <laughs> 73 Ferrari Dino, 246 GT, two owner example, gorgeous little coupe. You they've had a they've got really expensive license plates. <laughs> they've got Porsche signs. They've got the front end of a 250 uh, TDF, just the nose. How much is that? Uh, it's only up to 1800 euros right now. And then, but this 69 Volkswagen type two combi. Oh, Hello, nice. my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I mean, I, I, I want to stop the show the right now show, and serve cars, Carrera GTs. You had a Dino, yeah? I did for 12 years. Crazy. It was, um, and forgive me if I've told the story before, but um, when I was working for Letterman, Dave uh, shot me an email and he said, uh, this is, he was upstairs. He goes, hey, I want to show you what I just bought. And he brought me upstairs and he had this, uh, I think it was a, a Ferrari 275 in yellow and me being an idiot and not understanding much about ferraris and or other cars i went you wait you david letterman bought a yellow car and i started giving him shit about it yeah. right which is just not yeah cool for obvious reasons but okay you, you don't know. you don't you don't mess with somebody's new million right dollar right right purchase. and also by the way yellow 275s are th that's right, the one right. that's the color yeah 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 i did but I, i'm at the beginning of my car thing so the only thing i want is silver and black black or silver silver and black maybe blue depending on the blue well you know he he laughed and but i know he was probably annoyed by me and rightfully so and Shortly after, um, we were out on a shoot on the street and I, it was a Friday. So when I was done, I was heading out to Long Island or something. And I had my uh, 74 911 out there, which I had just painted with Earl Scheib burgundy really it was a shit box Earl every year i would paint it a different color just for the fun of it I, i'm a comedy writer right so yeah. there i'm way comedy writer gotcha but earl shive on the that. only I mean, way i can have this car is to really fuck with it and have a good time and make people angry about right. it so right dave i go hey what do you think of my new paint job <laughs> and uh, i liked it i was happy with the burgundy tan interior with the black because it had been sepia brown and he goes uh, burgundy really you, you painted a, a, a 911 Burgundy and he did the same thing to me that I had done to him. And it wasn't until years later that I uh, knew what he was doing. Right. So now uh, flash forward yeah. to Seinfeld, the rest of it. And I, I want a Dino. I had driven Dave's Dino years before and I was, I, I never forgot the drive that first drive. I will never forget it. And uh, Jerry's guy, Sam uh, Cabilio says, um, Hey, I, I know you were asking about a Dino. I happened to be looking at a car for someone and I said, what's under that tarp in that garage right there? And he goes, oh, it's a, it's a Dino, but we don't drive it. It's all original. He takes the tarp off. It's got like 6,000 original miles on it and it's yellow and it's black. And he goes, would you be interested in something like that? And I said, let's buy it right now. Let's get it. And I, that car, uh, 
I own for 12 years. Yeah, I, I own that for quite some time. And I bought that car in the same week I bought that 73 RS from Jerry. Oh, wow. Because he decided he was selling that car. Having a good week. <laughs> well, the old Seinfeld days, but <clears throat> things weren't worth what they were worth, but they were still very expensive. But Jerry had that 73 RS, which I absolutely loved, and he was yeah. going to sell it at Barrett Jackson. And I said, don't, don't do, do that, that. please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody's kind of at the beginning of their car thing. Right, 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 right. But we we all knew Barrett Jackson was not a place to sell. This is the orange, the 73? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure, I wish I could remember what he said about it, but everything he said about it, and we, we were saying to each other was completely wrong. Right, right, right. I was right. like, I, this is the coolest thing you own man and i said that based solely on color i didn't really know anything i just said it's orange and it's gorgeous and it makes me happy he goes don't do that or i'm gonna have to buy it he goes i'll sell it to you right now and then i bought that car so i bought those two in the same week and had them for a while dinos have like quintupled in value right they, since then in the 12 years i own mine now yeah. i what, what years it says everyone in case people don't know 2000 okay i would say to somewhere there, early 2000s. Um, they would go up and down all the yeah, time. It yeah, was a yeah, funny yeah. thing. And it was, an, uh, it was an all original car, but it had been repainted. And then eventually I restored it and re get, got it a proper paint job. I think 10 years in, I did that. But I would, it, it had all of these interesting original issues that I don't, now don't appreciate like the seats be, the stuffing became really sandy and granular so after sitting in them you'd have this pile of yellow powder <laughs> on the rug which started to, to drive me nuts um right. you know the plastic in the back where the trunk is and there's a little button the lighting systems are all very fragile and that yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you knew, knew me at the time I'm way less of a perfectionist now than I was then, but then everything had to be perfect. Gotcha. So gotcha, I would gotcha. just go down wormholes with this thing and get it as close as I could get it. But without the internet, it was pretty much impossible to track stuff down. So it would take a year to find a part. And, you know, it was just wild. Right. But, um, it never drove as good as the Porsches. I, yeah. I would drive it. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of adventures in it, but it wasn't ever the daily choice. Now I think now I would, uh, I'd get into a coupe mm -hmm. GTS mm -hmm. over GTS, I think. And I think I would enjoy it just for variety. They're, they're gorgeous. I mean, they're just gorgeous cars. Um, I saw one, uh, it was, a like a, a burgundy one, actually speaking of burgundy the other day. Sure. What are you doing that burgundy? And, uh, you yeah, sure you want to drive a burgundy Ferrari spike? It's only one color. Shop, and, uh, it was, it's, they're just gorgeous little things. They're the greatest. Yeah. And I didn't know I wanted one until right here in this street. I was out in front of my garage. Somebody came up very slowly last fall through the leaves in a uh, gold metallic one oh, in a coupe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The 70s And it gold. was just like I could hear the music in my head. And I went, oh! And he just drove by and he looked over. And it was that funny feeling where it's just like, I want to be that guy. I don't know who he is, but I want to be him. Gold Dino is a big statement. That's Huh? A gold Dino is a big statement. You know what? It's it worked. It totally worked. Well, that's, that seventies gold is different than like modern, like you know, London Saudi Arabia money gold. You know, that seventies gold is like faded glory. But know? isn't it funny? You know, I was thinking about this because we were chatting with another uh, uh, someone who listens to the show and who was here uh, at in Malibu uh, from Oregon. And he had been driving behind Jay, who was in his Lotus uh, Ford engine Lotus deal driving. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. And saying, boy, your car really smells great. And it's like this moment of this guy driving the Dino up with the leaves. It's like, 
we experience cars in so many ways that we don't talk about. Like, you know, we were all laughing at the guy who's smelling Jay's car and giving him the compliment on the smell. But, but. when I drive behind Paul and Jerry or any of you guys, when you, there there's a unique experience to being behind something oh. that burns uh, fuel in a different way. And I'll you never, appreciate the car in a different way. I'll never forget the scent. The first time I, I died, it was a 997, the GT3 RS. And we we're doing a thing at Laguna Seca. And like me and Justin Bell, we did, I don't know, a bunch of laps. And Justin had been driving it, and he was, you know, he's a pro driver, so he's really pounding yep. the snot out of this thing. And we get out of the car, and I walk behind it for some reason. I think we were, I was getting into the driver's seat, but I stopped behind. I smelled it, and like <laughs> really smelling the gas, the hot oil, the brakes, the transmission. It was a manual, so really smelling all those things. It like really hit me. I'd never been that close, you know, to to something driven that hard. Yeah, and it was like what a scent. I'm like, oh, this is this is everything. This yeah, is, this is what it's about. It is you what know? it's about. Yeah, so that's cool. All right, we got we got a lot to talk about here. Let's get through some. Yeah. Of it. I was uh, I was really caught off guard by this news that Sony was designing their own car. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Yeah. Well, you know. So yes, but the Vision S O two. They announced it at CES. There was there were a couple of cool car things that I kind of flagged to chat about at the CES. Um, can't believe anybody showed up, but Sony showed up with this car. It's an in-house technology. High sensitivity, high resolution, wide dynamic range, CMOS image sensors, LiDAR sensors that accurately sense three-dimensional space. Uh, the head of Sony, uh, Mr. Yoshida, said Sony has been our number one priority in creating a comfortable mobility experience that has not changed when building this SUV. A total of 40 sensors are installed inside and outside the vehicle to monitor safety. Of course, they're 5G enabled. They have a 3D sound system, uh, and this whole system will let uh, passengers play PlayStation video games through the digital service. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm in. That's all right. Yeah, that's not bad. As long as it's not the front seat. Um, and uh, they're currently conducting road tests in Europe, uh, heading towards the release of level two advanced driver systems. So, but, but. Well, here's my question for you, yeah, and you yeah. may not know the answer to this question, okay. but you're the closest automotive uh, professional near me. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Sony want to get in the car business? Ah, well, what I was going to say is they've been trying to do this for a while now. So Mitsubishi, they, they sort of change CEOs every 12 months or so, and they have a whole new plan, and then it fails. But about <clears throat> six years ago, there was this announcement that Sony was going to build Mitsubishis. They're going to they're going to build cars and badger is Mitsubishi's and Sony is going to build them. Mm -hmm. So they, Sony, like Apple, they you know, they're looking for new uh, revenue streams. Right. So. But is this a valuable revenue stream for them? I mean, I mean, if you if you can get a car going and have sales. Yeah. I mean, the billion, you know, you're, you're just you're <clears throat> instantly in the billions of dollars of of, of revenue. You know, it's just, uh, you know, assuming it doesn't flop, as long as you can sell some of them somewhere, uh, it's a billion dollar business just out you, of the gate. You know, it, you know, so. what's interesting. And again, hearkening back to our little Malibu and the little Livewire store that's opening up, Livewire Electric Bikes is opening up in Malibu. They already have a Tesla shop right next to the Lululemon, right next to the Levi's, right next to the Marine Layer. We love you, Marine Layer. <coughs> um, 
you could see Sony also just selling a car. Yeah. <laughs> that there be everything's now pivoting towards this kind of electronics radio shack style of, <laughs> of selling yeah. vehicles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nobody we're leaving the dealership dealers. lots. Nobody likes car dealers. It's, what know. do you do? Yeah, it's tough. Well, I mean, luckily for car dealers in the U.S., I don't know about the rest of the world, but there's laws in place in a lot of states that, you know, like you still can't buy, a, for instance, a Tesla in Texas. So, you know, in Texas, you can only buy a new car through a dealership. So that's not right. It's not right, but that's the law. So it's a, it's like a protected business. It won't last. Well, it in Texas, will it last. Will. Texas, it will. Eventually, Texas will lose. Because, no, because they have lobbyists and they spend the dealers spend gazillions of dollars. Absolutely. Yeah. But it will it will end because once people see how this stuff is done, you never go back. Right. You know, you never do go back. Well, anyway, uh, that wasn't the only news out of CES. This caught my attention. Um, in collaboration with Luminar Technologies, Volvo announced an autonomous driving system called Ride Pilot that uh, Volvo customers in California are going to have access to at some point after 2022. Listen to this, though, Johnny. Okay. Volvo's chief technology officer, Enric Green, mm-hmm. said Ride Pilot would exceed the Society of Automotive Engineers criteria for level three vehicle autonomy. Quote, we will not require hands on the steering wheel. We will not require eyes on the road. This would put the Swedish automakers, automakers that was my Boston accent, autonomous system more than a step above Tesla's level two FSD beta, which requires a driver to, to be prepared to take control of the car quite a bit, actually, yeah. at a moment's notice. <clears throat> They have a sensor suite, a LiDAR, 16 sensors, eight cameras, five radars. Wow. That's a lot. Well, you know, just real quick, uh, you know, the, the Lucid you were talking about earlier, I think they have like 38 sensors in the in the cars they're Yeah, but nobody now. has they're not, level, they're not doing three. level three. <laughs> nobody has level three. Yeah. The, the hardware is there. The software is not there. Volvo plans to roll out Ride Pilot to customers in California by receiving a permit to test it sometimes. So they haven't even received it yet yeah, from yeah. the California Department of Motor Vehicles, which could say no. They could say no, but go ahead and announce it. Yeah. Volvo hopes its uh, subscription model will give as many customers access to its autonomous software as possible. I don't... Subscription is a very low hurdle you can try out. I would subscribe to that. <laughs> I if would... it works... You know, look, is it going to work? That's the thing. You, 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 well, they have everything to make it work, right? It's yeah. not... Isn't Tesla only cameras? Uh, on the Model 3s, the Model S still has radar, and the Model X, they still have radars and all that stuff. But the, the Y and the 3, they, they've reverted to just using cameras. Right. Um, which, you know, it's just a lot of processing power. So that's why, you know, I was talking with but Peter. It doesn't, but it doesn't work uh, in a way that inspires confidence oh, the in Tesla? the, no, in the town and cities. On the highway, it does great, but, yeah. but, but where things are more complicated... It, it, you know, you do have to babysit. It's a real problem. Hey, look, you know, Peter uh, Rollinson from, from Lucid, I was talking to him about uh, uh, ADAS, I think it's called, Automatic Driving Autonomous mm-hmm. Systems or whatever. Um, autonomous Driving Automatic Systems. Anyways, uh, you know, he was saying, we're going to be a fast follower. In other words, we're there hardware-wise. We have the hardware. We don't have the software. The second it's developed and we can, like, get it, you know, we can like copy basically from others. We'll we'll put it in the cars, but he was saying it's a decade out. It's just it's a long way out, and it's, it's just a huge problem. Um, and and part of it though is that like level two is not 
autonomous. Level two is like fancy right. cruise control. Driver's aids. Yeah. Um, so level three is interesting. Level three is interesting, but I, will Volvo get there? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, I've so, been inspired you know, by their, you know, the last time I used their stuff, which was several years ago, I decided to try to let the uh, XC90 park itself and almost <laughs> drove through my neighbor's fence yeah, as we yeah, went yeah. right onto the lawn. Yeah. I've never had <clears> a self-parking <throat> thing work properly. So, Hey, Spike's Car Radio listeners, this probably won't surprise you, but I've never been a big art guy. I mean, unless you consider bumper stickers work of fine art. No, then they want me to riff a joke there. Um uh, uh gas grass hang in there uh don't have it um but i do like uh i do like these guys because what they're doing is interesting who is this <clears throat> that is until i learned that a picasso painting sold for over 100 million dollars in 21 that's a lot of zeros folks not only that art price appreciation has outpaced the s p 500 since 1995 so these guys have figured out how to get us all involved in artwork which i've been trying to figure out for a while so when the market takes a hit a well-diversified art portfolio might not which isn't that surprising considering some billionaires have been laughing all the way to the bank and investing in art for centuries i know some of these people and they are doing this and it really gets me this says sarcastically, so to read it sarcastically, I mean, you know that Bezos has a couple Picassos he probably forgot about hanging in one of his pool houses next to his 36 mansion. He doesn't have 36 mansions, does he? He might. I don't know. He could. He's, uh, he could. I'd like to get him on the show. Yeah. Um, but this should really put a smile on your face. Now you can get like Bezos, and I'm not talking about having a messy divorce. Well, that's no. Now he's not coming <laughs> on the show. <laughs> now he's done. I didn't say that, Jeff. That's yeah. in the Masterworks yeah. ad. Also, the, the security required to get Jeff Bezos in your backyard would be like, you know, the, you know how the vice president lives down the street <clears> from you? It'd be like triple that. I've been... I've been uh, a friend of mine lives near him up in Seattle. Yeah, and uh, I did not see much security. And uh, I'm in a place where he's at, and he's very accessible. Very accessible guy. Um, Masterworks is unlocking the once exclusive contemporary art market, so you can add paintings from iconic artists like Warhol, Basquiat, and Banksy to your portfolio. I would like all three of those. I uh, like all yeah. three of those guys. Uh, you I'll ever t- watch the movie Basquiat? Yes, Andy. I love <laughs> Andy. I love Basquiat. I would I would take a Basquiat. I like all those guys. I think I'm going to watch Basquiat tonight. It's a great film. It's really fun. Yeah, Bowie's film. in that. He is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's been years since is it I've Bowie seen or it. Jagger. It's one of those guys. I think it's Bowie. Andy. Andy. I just when he's always asking Andy for things, he's Andy. Andy. Yeah, and Mas- I think Bowie. I'm going to look it up. I think Bowie plays. Could you hand me some Play-Doh, Andy? Could we get some caviar? Masterworks is giving my listeners priority access to the newest offerings. Just go to masterworks.io slash spike911. Just go there and check this stuff out. It's cool. Masterworks.io slash spike911. Masterworks.io slash spike911. See the important disclaimers there. Uh, you'll learn about it. But you can invest in art without yeah. spending. David uh, Bowie played uh, $100 million. Dollars. Who yeah. else? Uh, well, stars uh, the great Jeffrey Wright. Oh, yeah. He's uh, awesome. Benicio del Toro's in it. Michael Wink, unbelievable. Claire uh, Forlani, Dennis Hopper, the great Dennis Hopper. Gary Oldman, Christopher Walken, Gary Oldman too. Willem Dafoe. I mean, it's a, it's an all star, all star. Parker what, Posey. What a crew. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. I mean, that was the thing a few years ago when Ferraris really exploded in value. The 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 thing I would hear from my investor friends, they're like, Ferraris, you know, they're appreciating more than Rembrandts. 
That's why you want to buy a Ferrari. It's more than that's when. Remember when that Nart went for like twenty seven million dollars? Dude, we've been doing this since the nineties. You're talking to a guy who's been doing this. You've been buying and selling cars. Yeah, and it used to be this well kept secret. Now everybody knows. Yeah, these rare, beautiful things go up, but guess what? They also go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You always meet someone who goes down. They go up forever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah, yeah. Nothing does. No, even the art market will go down. You'll see. Yeah. They become these frightening moments that you've seen. They're, they're always these scary financial moments where everything just looks like shit. And, and your, your Picassos feel like beanie babies. And you go, oh, no. <laughs> beanie babies. <laughs> but it's, an, it's a collective attitude. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. fun when it all goes But it was like Ferraris were doing, and this was before everything went crazy, but like Ferraris were going up 9% a year. Right. Like, that, right. You know, crazy. Yeah. So, But that Dino, let's get back to that yeah. Dino. So I paid, let's see, I paid 100 maybe 105 for that car. Imagine <laughs> that, like the nicest Ferrari Dino. I think I know where it is right now. It's in Florida. And I would watch it. I would watch that market go up really high. And then I would not drive the car as much. And then the Dino market would crash. It's always been this bellwether kind of marker for Ferrari because it has that not really a Ferrari, you know, reputation, even though it is. Right, right, right. Right. And it would go up and down. It would go back down to 100. And then I'd be like, this is great. I can enjoy it more. And that is the, the classic car ownership experience you want, which is the following doesn't matter what it's worth. If you're in love with it, you'll love it even when it's worth a lot less. Right. You'll still be happy because you can still do the drive. Whereas if you buy something that looks beautiful, that's worth a lot of money, but drives like shit, and then those prices collapse, you won't be happy at all. Right. Right. You're, you're looking to stuck with it. Yeah. You're looking to satisfy both of those little boxes. You get those, you have everything. Value goes down to 10 bucks, you're happy. The value goes up to a million, you're happy. You're always happy. Right, right, right. Get it? Your I wife won't it. be, but she will. All right, let's talk about this car you've got. Real quick, the Dino, what's what's the value of that Dino these days? <clears throat> Don't know. I haven't been following that market at all, but I, everything is so overblown right now. I mean- I remember I, a couple of years ago, there was one, it was like 375, and I was like, whoa, for a Dino? Like, that's crazy. But I think I think now they're they're like seven figures. Is that is that crazy? Uh, no, they're not seven figures. That couldn't be possible. Okay. I mean, it could, anything's possible, but we could do, we could go to Haggerty's uh, value guide, which is my quick, uh, little reference point to kind of get an idea of what's going on there. We'll go to Ferrari right here. We'll see. Um, I use this quite a bit just to kind of get a general idea of things. And then I start, uh, hunting, uh, sites. So let's do the GTS. Let's do this guy. Just be careful. McKeel might buy you after you do this search. What's that? McKeel Haggerty might buy you after you do this search. So just... Uh, here we go. He's buying everything. Buy me? I don't want to be bought. So mine was a 73. Yeah. Here it is. And today, he's got... Yeah, that's about right. So Concord, number one condition, vehicles that are the best in the world. Mm-hmm. You want to take a guess? Mm-hmm. Six hundred thousand. Four thirty-five. Four thirty-five. Quite okay. reasonable, oh, my yeah. friend. <laughs> but that's the best of the best. Yeah, that's the best. perfectly okay. clean. Okay. And then your fair condition car is two seventy-five. Okay. 
and then adjustments here. I just remember here. at Gooding they had one of the estimate. This was five years ago, and it was like the estimate was three seventy five, and I was just like, for a Dino, like that's crazy. You know, there's a lot of variability in the Ferrari market, and sure. the, and the, these cars change. Like you know, uh, years ago, I remember hearing the three thirty GTC is the one to buy, yeah. the well, greatest driver I mean, car. Yeah. I'm sure still is. Yeah, but those values jumped up, and then they came back to earth. I love Lusos. I oh, want them yeah. to just oh, crash God, and yeah. burn oh, yeah. so I can buy one. A brown Luso. Oh. Pharaoh was asking me about that this morning. He goes, yeah. you really, you want a Luso? And I'm like, I want a 250 short wheelbase, but I don't have a spare 10 mil. Or 17 mil. Yeah. <laughs> to put on that car. So I would settle yeah, for the yeah, $1.8 million Luso. <laughs> yeah. Or 1.4 in whatever condition you offer it to me. Um, that's what uh, I hope to do someday. Oh, that would be nice if you yeah, because then I could look at it and I'd be very happy. I'd let you drive it. Oh, it I'd, would be good. I'd, I'd even, I don't even know if I want to drive it because sometimes when I drive old cars, like it's like ooh, it's just it's just they're not so great, and they're, and they're so beautiful. They're it's so true. beautiful. Like I drove a a DB five uh, Aston heavy and yeah and just and just truck like yeah, yeah and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, and, a lot uh, of people don't fe- know that. Felt a lot like my old 80 Corvette. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about yeah. with a car that you pay a lot of money for that you don't end up driving. Yeah. And you're just sitting with this heavy truck. But speaking um, of heavy things that are driving. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Tycon. this car. Yeah. It's in the driveway. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's gorgeous. What red is this? I think guard red, but let me, I got the key in my pocket. Mm-mm. Oh, it could be carmine red. Looks like carmine, yeah. Uh, Carmine Red. Yeah. Carmine Red. Carmine Red. Beautiful. Yeah. It's okay. So this is the new Taycan GTS and it's the wagon, the Sport Turismo. So I like this body style more than the sedan, although the sedan is beautiful. Um, my buddy Reggie Watts has a, uh, Taycan, uh, okay. Now hold on. What Reggie was at the car show today. Yeah. Yeah. He's the band leader on the James Corden, Corden show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, great. He guy. was saying James is doing okay. He has COVID. Yeah, but he's doing all right. Oh, everyone, oh, every late night. Mr. Corbin, Corbin, he lives down the street here. We see him oh, walking okay. around, so yeah. I'll be sure not to say not hi to, to say. him when I see <laughs> him. And way. Randy, I kept my distance from. Is is Reggie a uh, a car guy? Yeah, yeah. So we had him. He, on. he did. He stayed there the whole day yeah. looking at cars. I don't. I don't know him. Uh, well at all and i uh, i'm just uh, getting I'm to know fan. him we had him on our uh, the motor trend podcast the inevitable which is going to come out he was our first guest and we had him on because he's 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 great he's just a great personality but then you know he's got a he's got a 911 turbo s and a tycon uh turbo s he does yeah and so we just kind of became friends from that and we've been hanging out and he I was talking to him on the phone and he's like, it just has been the best thing meeting you because he's like, I've always been this like closeted car guy because none of my friends are into yes. cars and I was ashamed of it. And yeah, now I've met you and all story. your friends and it's yes. the best. He's like, yes. I love it. So he's like this like out of the closet uh, car guy, you know. That is really funny. Because yeah. when he was walking through, I'm like, what is he doing here? Yeah. Alt comedy, cool guy. Mm-hmm. And then he stayed for the for at least an hour talking to Farrah and everybody. And I was like, God, he's he's a car guy. He's so knowledgeable. When we finished the podcast, he left, and Ed looks at me and he goes, he goes, I could hire him. I go, yeah, because he's so knowledgeable. Mm. He knows as much as we do. You know, um, wow, he's, he's great. So, anyways, um, so uh, it's the it's the wagon. Um, what it is, it's kind of a rolling refresh of the Tycon. So there was a lot of like software kinks to be worked out. Uh, you know, since they launched the Tycon two years ago. So this is kind of like the, the quick refresh and soon all the other Tycons will get all these software updates. Mm-hmm. No hardware changes at all. Um, Power wise, it's the same torque as the turbo. 
um, slightly less peak horsepower than the turbo, but you won't, you know, it's like zero to 60 and like, you know, it'll be 2.9 instead of 2.7 or something like that. It's like basically as quick as the turbo. It's cheaper. Um, I really enjoy it. You know, it's got two in my mind flaws. It's the worst car I've ever driven to back up. I don't know what it is. Porsche, they've dropped the ball on reversing a Taycan. It's just... It's in what way? No visibility? A couple ways. A couple ways. It's long. The be- No, it's not that. It's the backup camera is cockamamie. Like, if you look in the camera... <laughs> cockamamie. If you look in the camera, yeah. you think that you're three inches from a car. Then you look in the mirror <laughs> and you're 14 feet away. Yeah, and you, yeah. And you go back and forth. You're looking at the image and then the actual mirror. Yes. And it's horrible. And then I had the weirdest thing happen yesterday. I, um, I ran out to grab some lunch and I was, I was like parallel parked and I'm backing up to try and get out of the spot and it just slammed the brakes on to the point where my kid's in the backseat. He's like, dad, you hit something. And I got out of the car because it felt like I hit something. And I looked and nothing. It just like auto stopped, you know? Yeah. I get back in and it does it again. And I, and there's a message and it says, uh, safety object detected. And I, I look <laughs> at the screen. There's a cone that's off the passenger, the front passenger side. There's a cone on the sidewalk. They're doing like sidewalk construction. And it saw the cone and it just stopped the car from oh, moving. Wow. And it was insane. It took like six attempts just to like. Can you turn like, that off? I don't know. Probably. Uh, yeah, I think I, I did turn it off. <clears throat> there, I had that in the Defender. It's and, always that first week. Yeah, and it it's may, just, it, they, the car will break in a weird way, seeing something that's not happening. And yeah, you hold on. So the backing up sucks, and then the range is just an issue. It's just you know, it's two hundred miles of range, um, and well, you know, maybe two thirty ideal. But you know, it shows you the range based on how you drive it. So when I left to come to your house, I had it at eighty-seven percent, and it said I had one hundred ninety-one miles of range. Um, at, at 87%. So maybe 230 or whatever it would be. It's just not enough. And especially in the light of the Lucid, which we know can go 500 miles, the Tesla and the Model S can now do 400. The Mercedes. Mercedes can do a lot. They're, they're, um, they're over 600, right? Well, That's what the, the concept car, but the EQS yeah. is like around 400. Yeah. You know, so they, Porsche just dropped the ball on the battery tech. They just did. Um, How are they going to fix that? Uh, they'll come out with something new in a couple of years. <clears throat> They, they have to. They have to. They have yeah, to. yeah. And, you know, in Porsche's defense, they're going to say, hey, you know, we tried to design a sporty car. We didn't try to design an efficient and car. And they did. Yeah. It's fun to drive. It's, it's very, the it's, most fun electric car to drive. No, I'd say the Lucid's more. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I haven't driven the Lucid yet, I have, but, I, but I can tell you I felt Porsche in the Taycan when I drove it, which is... I, yeah, it's really good. I, I don't know. Like, it, it's not a 911, but for a 5,000-pound object, it's good. What, what I actually like most about it <laughs> is on the freeway driving. Um, when you just kind of come off the accelerator, because it doesn't have one-pedal braking. It does have regen if you hit the brakes, mm-hmm. but it kind of sails. And it's this wonderful feeling of just being, like, weightless for a second. And it's just, it feels great. Yeah. So it's killer just to commute in. Um, but, yeah, overall, it's a very, very good car. And if you're, if you're, if you have a home charger, I, I still don't have a home charger. But if you have a home charger, the problem's mostly Why solved. Why not? I have to get a new panel. My house was built in 1920. I did that here. Yeah. yeah I got to get a panel. So that's like. It's worth it. Yeah. What? It's like 5,000 bucks for the it's panel. It's 5,000 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It is. I don't own an EV. I got to do it for my job. But you know what? In this old country house you're looking at here, it really fixed up a lot of the problems. <laughs> our, with, our but it was haywire yeah, for yeah, a day. Yeah. It was haywire for a week, actually. Yeah. yeah. 
No. We were we were turning on light switches that would turn different parts of the house on and off and nobody knew what was happening. No, our, our panel is dying. Like I was taking a shower today and like the light just starts flickering. It's never yeah. flickered before. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jesus, you know. No, so, it's yeah. amazing. These California houses are really, really funny to me. They're all the same. Yeah. Like during that rainstorm last week or the week before, <laughs> yeah. I've still not met a person who didn't tell me their house was leaking like a sieve. Oh, we had, we, ours didn't leak, but uh, like all of our outside lighting stopped working. I had to get Oh yeah, yeah. That's out. just a given. Yeah. That's just I, a I, given. <laughs> like, come on. And then design stuff that's supposed to be outside. So I, I got a high priced electrician out because this is the third time this has happened. And yeah. he's like, who did this work? And I'm like, uh, Dave, <laughs> he's like, this is not up to code. These are all indoor parts. Standard, that he standard worker question. Yeah, yeah. You got the right guy now. Who yes. did this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had water streaming out of our, uh, our, our main bathroom. I guess you don't say master anymore. Our main bathroom lights, which, so there are lights above the sinks. They were, uh, water fountains, bubblers. And just brown root beer water coming That's through. Horrible. And I was like, wow, look at this. But it was going right into the drain. So I was actually enjoying it. My wife was like, what? Or you better fix this. But I'm like, look, it goes from up there, down there. Not a problem. The problem takes care of itself. It took care of itself. And she just stared at me. I said, all right, I'll, I'll get the roof guy out. Of course, roof guy. He's having quite a week. He oh. he he came by. He goes, I've been working 24-7, dude. Yeah. Just all day, all night, making last money. Last year on the crazy rain, last year our roof leaked uh, badly, so we had the roof guy. So it held. The but guy, what's... He, <laughs> I grew know. up on the East Coast. I don't remember one rainstorm that made everything leak. Why? What's California? What's happening out here that's not happening out in, I think in it gets regular parts so of the world? so hot that the house is just bake they just bake and bake and bake and it just cracks everything go for the dog and you get to come up yeah that's what jay told me because i asked he was the last guy i asked yeah i said jay did you have water leaks Mm. yeah yeah all over the place in there yeah you know it's always a skylight there's a piece of rubber some caulking in the sun and i go on your cars he goes yeah in some places yeah yeah he goes i'm not too concerned (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah, so we had to get all the outdoor stuff redone and it was it was nice to get it done right. However, the 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 check I wrote wasn't so nice. So No, that's yeah, never it's never, never so nice. the nice never part. So but for nice. once, my challenge here, if you've seen my Instagram, you see my little home garage with the green floor. It's on that slope right over there. So when we get to one inch or two inches an hour of rain, the red and the on the on the map. It, that becomes a river, not a street. It's just a, all of the water that's up in the hills here above Brentwood just come raging down. Like I could get a surfboard and surf down. Jesus. And there's a little lip there and I have to put up sandbags. Oh, seriously? Yeah, because it goes high. Oh, it can go crazy. as high as here. It can and go up like a little over a feet. foot. Okay, yeah. And that will flow directly into the garage. There's a little bit of, uh, of a gutter there with a sump. And, but oh, gets, you have a sump. But it gets overwhelmed oh, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. So we just put in like, I go, get me something that's like, you know, uh, Harley Davidson horsepower. Yeah, yeah. Sump. Military. Let's yeah, put yeah. it there. And uh, the sandbags and the combination, it, nothing happened this time. Which So that to me, she goes, you're really happy for, this is my wife again. Really, you know, we got leaks all over the house. You don't seem to be bothered. I go, yeah, the garage is fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i yeah. care about i only care out of the bathrooms yeah i only ceiling. care about yeah. the garage and right. this is the second year in a row knock on wood that we've been okay because i don't i would hate for my tires 
to be sitting in water right now. And then when I do that, I have to empty out the garage and uh, mop it out. And I do it all myself, ladies and gentlemen. I know you think I'm a spoiled Brentwood, California human, but I really like to do this stuff myself. I didn't think that, but we, we, live, <laughs> we live on top of a hill. So all everything good. flows down. It's everything great. flows down. Yeah. Right. Great. Yeah. 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 So it's good. It's good. Well, Johnny, we've, we've done 50 minutes of chatting here oh. for just a little Sunday, uh, cool down lap show. Oh. It's not bad. It's not bad. I got to show you on the Tycon before we, before I go the roof, you will, I think like, you'll like the, your kids will like the roof. I like the inside roof of the uh, Lucid when I looked up. That glass panel is very interesting. Well, you'll like this one. It's got like uh, automatic, like uh, magic roof, you know, mm -hmm. it, goes, it goes clear to opaque, but then it has like ribbing. And so yeah. you can do like, you'll see, it's pretty cool. Did you hear Joel McHale said he uh, let you know that he couldn't do the show yeah. Friday. He also he, let me know. He didn't want COVID. And then, and then he posts a picture on an airplane. <laughs> He's like, I yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what was that? You're going to sit in a tube with all these people. Most of them aren't vaccinated. <laughs> By the way, it's America. And you're going to Georgia. You're I'm talking to, flight. I'm talking to a lot of people right now in various studios who are flying people a lot. And here's one thing. And then Matt Farah backed it up as well. Get on a plane. You won't have COVID. Get off a plane. You will have COVID right now. <laughs> yeah, Everything right. just changed. Right. Stay off the planes for the next three weeks. Yeah. If you don't want to have this. Right. That, that I heard over and over again. So Joel McHale, yeah. he's in trouble. Well, that's the thing. We could have had a nice podcast and not got COVID. And then he could have got COVID all by himself the next day. Yes. But instead, no podcast with Joel. I will get him on. Mm. He's always like this. He's very hard to book. He is uh, super excited to tell us about his turbo. He's got a 911 turbo like Reggie Watts does. They all have the turbos. They get the turbos. Um, Actually, you got to get the GT3. But that's another story. We also have uh, Franz von Holzhausen coming yes. on, who's the American uh, vehicle uh, chief designer for Tesla. Yes. they are. They are, Their interest is uh, piqued by my interest in their company. So uh, yeah, Franz, Franz is coming on. good dude. Yeah, he's, he's a solid dude. Yeah, yeah. We're, I, I want to ask him all about what's happening over there. He's and, and, the guy who hit the uh, Cybertruck with a sledgehammer. And oh, then, he is? And then threw a steel shot put at the glass. Oh, cool. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jay told me his wife had something to do with the leather interior of, of one of the cars, too. I have no idea. Which but maybe, I yeah. love the Model Y seats. I've oh. noticed. I was I think about them all the time. That's like, that vegan stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They feel, you know, to my old man back, they feel good. Anyway, kind of overstuffed. It's interesting. They are. Yeah. And we have many more uh, wonderful shows for you coming up. We'll have Zuckerman back next oh, week. Yeah. Yeah, Spike. <laughs> Talk about my dirty lies. You should have seen Friday night. He's out looking at his uh, his new home being built, uh, the one that burned down in, in Malibu. Malibu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got they've got wood up. They've got a structure up. It's amazing. He's uh, he's going to do well there. Good. He's going to do well there. I can't wait to see it. And uh, he and I are talking about some new cars. Lots going to happen. It's going to be a good year, folks. Good year. Just keep your uh, keep yourself safe for a couple more weeks. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this is the finale. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, I keep reading, this is when the pandemic becomes endemic Yeah, we'll and, see. and the silver lining. It was just a story <laughs> right before we started recording. I was, I was, uh, on Drudge, uh, reading about Delacron, which is Delta <laughs> and Omicron and Delacron. Yeah. They're getting better named at least. 
they're kind of fascinating i just i i know it's like fashionable to get covid but i want to be like the last guy not to get it I just, well if you I look on instagram everybody's it. making funny videos yes now. they're taking those funny dodging videos yeah. like a guy dodging golf balls or the kung fu dodging, fighting the yeah. kung fu fighting that's me yeah well <clears throat> i don't know i don't know what to say johnny we've made it this far we have all we three have. of us yeah Matt Fair hasn't had it, nope. right? Matt's, the, the whole been, Matt's been more uh, diligent than anyone else I know, actually. He said he's he's doing well. His yeah. whole business has been has been fine, just by testing and wearing masks. So. Yeah, yeah, he's very adamant with the mask, but it's which the I kids, appreciate. As you know, Johnny, it's the kids. Yeah, they'll, they'll kill us all. I I'll mean, leave, I'll leave you with that thought. <laughs> <laughs> the kids will kill us all. All right. Anything else? What do you I got? I got nothing. When is your uh, your podcast debut? We keep forgetting that. <sighs> it's you don't like even know. End of January, beginning of February. Okay. And and we're there. We started much. booking uh, the remainder of the guests for the first season, as we're calling. It. Mm. So we got Ed Begley Jr. Um, he's we, the best. Yes, Ed. Have you met him before? I've never met him. He's the greatest. Good. He to me is the male Betty White. Mm. He's awesome. Well, he's funny, he's quirky, he's charming, he's we're having a sweet him guy. Because he's been calling for electric cars longer than anybody. He ro- rides his bike to 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 work. Yeah. To I mean to shoot. Yeah. He, he was the- on this podcast years ago and he told the story of in the summertime. I said, "Well, what do you mean? So you're getting up at 6 in the morning, you're driving to the studio on your bike. He lives in Studio City. It's not that far away, the various studios, but some are. Some are, yeah." And he goes, "Yeah, he goes, I, you know, Paramount. I just I make sure I have a shower in my dressing room. <laughs> so when I get there, I can do what I need to do and get clean." But like he went to the first Earth Day, like 1970. Yeah. He's been yeah, doing yeah. this for a while. He's really committed. And he be, he was a joke on The Simpsons. They they made fun of him. For, his car like ran on his I own. I have I've written jokes about him. Yeah. Yes, you know I'm guilty. I'm and so, but now he's been proven right. Everything's going yes. electric. So we got to get him on. He's an oracle. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's, like, what is, what, you know, just real quick, what is it like to like be fighting upstream, upstream for most of your life about electric cars? And then now he was totally right. Yeah, and nobody even knows it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, we're doing that real soon. We got we got dates. All right, so, good. Yeah, I won't double up on your booking. That's it, folks. We'll see you next week. Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar Fifty Six. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.